When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. People were screaming. Yeah, it's intense. Like <laughs> yelling, telling the guy who's Tyler's fighting, like, break him down, <laughs> rip <laughs> off his leg. <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom so many times. I don't know if it was anxiety. <laughs> it happened with everybody. I must have gone to the bathroom six times. <laughs> it like happened with hours. me. It's happened with me until now. But I peed so much <laughs> that I was like, I don't even, rem- I don't, how did I have so much liquid in my body? I entered my first jiu-jitsu tournament. We're going to get into that today. But first, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, Always Evolving, please click to subscribe. And I would love it if you rated it. So thank you for tuning into this. And I have two people with me who were a part of that tournament that I was in. Tony, Tony Direct showed up and videotaped it. And Caesar, who's my jiu-jitsu coach, was there as well. So we're going to have that conversation about how the tournament went, how the hell did I do, (laughs) and what we were expecting going down there, and what ended up happening. Let's do it. Thanks for joining us, Caesar. Uh, Thank you for inviting me. It's uh, it's. It's great to be here. <laughs> yes, and Caesar, you're you're from Brazil. I'm from Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, more specifically from Nilópolis. Yeah. Are you from the favelas or no? Yeah, from the favela. Yeah, it's like where I live. It's like you can't tell where is favela and where is not because it's like everything mixed. Yeah, favela is yeah. basically like poor, poor. It makes uh, the poor neighborhoods of the USA look like five star. Oh yeah, almost. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty rough in Brazil, and <laughs> I know that Caesar, uh, you know, moved out here, and I met him because I trained with Cobrina, and uh, Caesar's been instrumental over the past year, you know, in terms of getting my uh, jiu-jitsu game on track. But I thought it'd be helpful first just to kind of talk about like what is jiu-jitsu so jiu-jitsu uh the jiu-jitsu we're talking about it's a martial art created by a brazilian family because we do brazilian jiu-jitsu uh jiu-jitsu is first created in japan so um brazilian family learn with japanese and they adapt from themselves where because there's one brother who was really skinny and the other brothers was kind of strong and they never let they train with them because now you're so skinny yeah. you're gonna we're gonna hurt you and he was always like watching all the training sessions and there's an episode that like everybody went on a trip and there was just one brother and this is skinny one and he wanna like train and like, I can train. I have been watching you guys right. for so long. And he developed the watch we're training today. That's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu that he used the leverage. What it is, he used the 
opponent's force against themselves. So it makes able to the skinny guy fight with the bigger guy. Yeah, basically like a skinny guy could dominate yeah. the bodybuilder. Yes. Like a guy who's Easy. <laughs> five foot five, 120 pounds, 130 pounds. If they're good at jujitsu, they would dominate someone who's my size, which is 6'5", 270 pounds. Mm -hmm. And all through uh, technique mm -hmm. and essentially jiu-jitsu is a sport where the in order to win in the tournament I went to, in order to win, you either need to win by submission, which means that someone is afraid that they're going to get a bone broken or yeah. a ligament torn, and so they mm -hmm. tap. Or are they like being choked almost like sleeping unconscious <laughs> unconscious and they tap first you, you have to make their tap yeah or by points and and then in practice people will tap pretty quickly when you're in a tournament sometimes you're kind of <laughs> waiting a little longer to tap because you're like i came all the way down here it's all going to be over if i tap and that's mm. where a lot of people get hurt too right exactly exactly though yeah. like a pride thing like they just do not want to like Look like a quitter or they just don't want to give up. They want to still fighting. They they like you know, you're in a competition, you train like sometimes months for that competition, and you see yourself getting caught and some like technique and you're like, I don't think it's yeah, I can I can escape <laughs> I from this. Go, and yeah. like, I can do the comeback, you know, I can I can escape from here and get him, make him tap. What's what's really like really like for who's looking outside is like bro tap yeah or you're gonna break you're your gonna arm break or something you're gonna broke your arm yeah, yeah or you're gonna like seriously hurt yourself and and then if you don't tap and you're knocked out unconscious then you can't compete the rest of the day <laughs> and so like it's but on top of that it's an amazing sport for mobility self defense flexibility it's one of the few sports that I've participate in in my life where you're completely in the moment mm -hmm. and if you're not in the moment for one second you're <laughs> almost a second behind and so it's pretty cool i find it's even better for me than therapy today mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it releases anxiety frustrations and there's a really cool community of people you can do it anywhere in the world a lot of people get intimidated by doing martial arts because they think that they're going to get hurt but if you're going to a good gym where you're practicing, all it does is get you in better shape, better confidence, mm -hmm. some new friends, new habits. Like you're start to eating healthy because you realize yeah. if you're uh, uh, just eating like junk food, your gas tank, we're going to run out and you're going to get caught lots of time in training. Like, wait, what I can do to like, improve my gas tank, my, my performance in, in just because you don't want to like just get caught every train. Absolutely. So, yeah. And it's like anything where like going to a therapist, every gym is different and every professor's different. And I had done a lot of jujitsu, maybe like once a year for many years. And I just thought, ah, I don't think jujitsu is for me. And then when I started doing it with Alliance and Cobrina, it was just a game changer because for the first time I realized the art form of it, mm -hmm. you know, I realized the breath, the discipline. Mm -hmm. And so at a certain point I decided, well, <laughs> Cobrina and I together with Caesar decided, all right, let's do a tournament. Now I had no idea what I was entering into. Did you, what did you have in your mind? 
I was, we were going down there. Well, remember, Cabrina did. I mean, I have it on footage that Cabrina did announce this uh, a while back, which is crazy to think that it came so fast. Yeah. I was more shocked that I was like, oh, my God, it's here. Like the tournament that this week, like it flew by to the point where the tournament just came and went. But you did. I was nervous. I was like, holy crap. Like, like I even looked at your opponents and I'm like, not that your opponents look scary, but one of them, I was like, oh, man, this guy looks like he could break someone, <laughs> like break somebody. Like I was like, this is like intense. This shit yeah, looks- and, you know, it's going down. I was looking online for because I'm a white belt. I have four stripes on my white belt. And it was really hard to find what it's like to go to your first jujitsu tournament. And so like they said 2,400 people were a part of this tournament at Cal State Fullerton over the weekend. And I, you never know how many people are in your division because it's based upon your belt and your age and your weight class. And I was in the ultra heavyweight division, which is anyone above, I think 225 pounds. Yeah, exactly. And then I was in the age bracket of 40 to 45. So anyone above 225 pounds who was a white belt would be in my division. And there was five of us. And as I was going down there, I kind of was feeling like not anxious, but more like, what is this? Like, (laughs) I didn't know if, because they said it was outdoors. So I pictured being on the top of a parking structure with like concrete (laughs) and mats on top. And then both of you, I mean, I think my first match was what at 2 PM. Yeah. 2 PM on the dot. Yeah. Yeah. Caesar rolls in exactly at two. Yeah. <laughs> it was like one fifty fifty four. Yeah. Thank you, I, pulled like, I pulled up like at one forty five. Yeah. I was like, uh oh, are they coming? And uh I know you were thinking that. I was like two. Okay, so we're officially giving the rundown of the experience well this yeah. is it right here this is the experience I mean, all right this, let's get it let's get it so is, you so you pull up you park i parked mm-hmm. and i my teammate tyler was competing at the 190 pounds and so i went i had to go to the bathroom so many times i don't know if it was anxiety <laughs> it happened with everybody i must have gone to the bathroom six <laughs> times it like happened with hours. me it's happened with me until now i until like today. i didn't even yeah. think i dr- I, I literally was like, all right, I drank a lot of water in the last 24 hours, but I peed so much that I was like, I don't even, rem- I don't, how did I have so much liquid in my body? It's adrenaline. Yeah, the adrenaline was going in and out. And then you line up, so you go in and there's thousands of people there and there's all of these tents. And in each tent, there's a number. Uh-huh. And basically you're assigned to a tent and i went and saw my teammate tyler's match because we you know we trained together mm-hmm. and he didn't have a coach he was you know like oh i'm gonna show up i'm gonna train and his first match that i watched i mean the people were screaming yeah it's intense. like <laughs> yelling like telling the guy who's tyler's fighting like break him down (laughs) rip off his leg like (laughs) screaming and i was like oh wow like this is no joke and then tyler after his first match was so dead he couldn't even talk to me he was like completely depleted and he was like dude i don't know how i'm gonna do another one 
He's like, I'm so tired. And I was like, oh, okay. And eventually you go to your bullpen area to stretch. Mm -hmm. And so you basically line up with all the guys you're fighting, mm -hmm. which it could be either really awkward. It is. Or, or really comfortable. <laughs> I tried to say hi to everyone and shake their hand. You know, everyone sizes each other up. And I had a buy the first round. So one of the guys goes, I don't know how you got the buy. And I, buy basically means you don't have to, you fight one less fight. Yeah, it's because when like that is, uh, let's say five people. So in your bracket, so it's two against two. And you are like waiting who's going to pass. You was the lucky one waiting who's going to pass the first fight. So right. they're going to fight with you. Usually like in like, Bigger competitions is based by the ranking. Like mm. if you're having more points on the ranking, you're gonna got the buy. But so as I, I guess that was like the first competition for everybody was on. on no, the, they all competed. Uh, they all competed before. Yeah, just not that. I know there's different points for different tournaments. But uh, I think uh, on this competition, it's like that is a um, a program who create the brackets. So it's kind of like lucky they right, click luck. and like they yeah. put the names. Mm -hmm and click and caesar said you, you said it was awkward why is it awkward when you're in it's it's big. until like i think when the bouts got up i think the ego got up because oh. you already know what it is you already know who is who and you're like when you got to this to this <laughs> ko part uh -huh. it's like i'm not gonna talk with you that's that's my day you know yeah. like, i'm the <laughs> champion right here like if you want to talk you talk with me i'm gonna answer uh, you but i'm not gonna start I'm gonna, you know what i mean yeah and like with white belt it's like everybody like oh my god like oh hi i'm yeah. maybe i'm gonna fight with you <laughs> you know or maybe with you it's high but like high but you know when it's there it's yeah. it's fine <laughs> like so so you're pretty much in this this group with these guys yeah, never you guys met aren't them before. There. yeah and you guys aren't there and then i'm like okay i know I, people are like i asked a few people and they were like you need to warm up you got to make sure you warm up but it was there was nowhere to warm up And so what I decided was to run to the bathroom again. So this time I'm jogging to the bathroom as part of my warm up because you guys knew it was so hot outside. It was hot. It was really hot. And like you was calling me like, oh, what should I bring on my bag? And I'm like, oh, this is this. Like, what time should I got there? And I'm like, oh, that time is good. Like, should I bring my hash guard? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's good. And then you call me like. What should I do for a warm up? I'm like, oh, I think it's nervous. Um, what should you I know do what for it is. I want to for for anything I do for the well, not just the first time, but in general, I like to prepare as much as possible, uh -huh. so that if the outcome isn't amazing, I don't ever like going. Well, I didn't prepare. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I didn't prepare, I feel like then. There's a, I, I want to give no reason except like, oh, I need to get better. Uh huh. But like, if I, I, and so that was part of it was like, I don't, I didn't realize how intense the fights get so quickly either. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, you feel the other people's energy. Yeah. And uh, they're really intense. Yeah. That's another thing about jujitsu. Like, we call it, it is uh, like, 
with people who like don't know jujitsu and they just see and they just hear about they think it's a violent thing because it's a fight sport and you hear about jujitsu and you think i think the first things come to the mind of people who like don't know what is jujitsu it's like oh it's an aggressive sport like jujitsu like uh, is is that a sport who the people have the ears yeah like that like like you think what do they do for i got the ear like that it's it's yeah, at least getting cauliflower ear it, where their ears look like you know they need to be popped in the yeah. Liquid needs to come out. Yeah, right? like they think they think like, oh, it's at least aggressive. But which really is when you start to do jujitsu, you figure out it's like it's a chest with your body, and like you have to be on the moment. You have to use the technique on the right moment on the right time, and it's it is aggressive. But it's not just the if you're just aggressive, it's lose, like yeah. it's the easier opponent to get caught is the aggressive one, right? You know, so you need to think. It is literally a chess game with your body. Yeah, and and we had some we had some words we didn't have to use them. Like we had a move called the lasagna because <laughs> it's called something else in jujitsu. We had the acai, <laughs> but we didn't have to use those moves. But first match, so I had the buy, and I ended up going against a guy who had fought for five minutes before me, yeah. and he won significantly by points. Yeah, and, and I was seeing like, and I saw after his match, he was pretty tired. He was tired. And when I got there, like the last, the last call you give me, like, what should I do for, uh, uh, for warm up? And I'm like, oh, do the exercise we do, the mobility drills. Yeah. And when I got there, you was like sweating. And I'm like, I don't think he did mobility drills because he's so sweat for this. I'm like, what did you do for warm up? He's like, oh, I jogging there, and like was pretty hot. I'm like. That's okay. It's his experience. Like he's at least like he's warming up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw the guy and like the guy and the fire like <laughs> I'm like, okay, the the guy is like tired than he's him. Tired. Like what what he did was a way worse than Mike's warm up. So we're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the the first match happens for me. Mm-hmm. And uh I don't know. Why don't you give your play? Why don't you, as an outsider, Tony, who's not as familiar, give your play-by-play with the first match I, I the, had? The first match was very just like, it was, it was, in my eyes, it was quick. Hell yeah, it was it quick. It was quick. Like, you, it started, and it just was like, it started, and it ended. I was like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> and then the ref grabs them both, pulls them both by his side. And then he lifts Mike's arm up and I'm like, oh shit, Mike won. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, damn, like that was intense, but I think he won my by points and stuff like that. No submission. Submission. So then I was like, okay, cool. Like, bad. Like, here we go. We're going to I, I thought that was it. For some reason, I thought you we had no more fights. <laughs> and then they go, another fight. Yeah, happens. so the first fight. Uh, I basically got a guy in what's called a cross choke. Cross choke mm. from the close guard. Which, like, I did, to me, I was going for this move, but normally I don't get this move. It's basically where you grab both collars. You wear a kimono, you wear pants, you either do, do jiu-jitsu with what's called a gi, which is a kimono, or no gi, which is just athletic wear. Mm. We're shirtless. And um, I ended up doing, I grabbed both of his collars and crossed my arms and normally I do this move just as kind of like a distraction, mm-hmm. but I think I had so much adrenaline that <laughs> I just snatched it, turned, and the guy tapped. Nice. And so, like in thirty seconds, I think it was t- I think it was less than thirty seconds. Yeah. And I was impressed by like looking because 
before, like when I got there, you was like, your face was okay. You was calm. You like, you was just answering my question. You, you just did you didn't talk that much. I'm like, oh, he's pretty calm. He don't have any question for me now. Like he's pretty <laughs> calm. And like, I was, I saw the guys like ended up the fight before you. And I'm like, you're the next. And you're like, oh, okay. Is, is it ready? I'm like, yeah, you're the next. And like you started and you follow the plan like really good. You because <laughs> with white belts, when they like, oh, look, you're gonna step forward, you're gonna do this. Okay, when they got there, they step right. They like they did completely the I don't know what's up. And Mike like followed the plan, like oh, I'm like, oh, you did the grips we trained, you did everything that we trained. And usually like when you feel like in your mind, it's always different than what's happening. Yeah. Like you feel like, uh, oh, it's like, it's hard to get people to, to use this technique, to get people caught on this technique on the gym. But because in the gym, you basically train with the same person. Right. So, but on the competition, it's different persons. And on their gym, they do different things. Still jujitsu, but they usually use like different techniques. Usually white belts, they're going to follow the style of this professor, their professor. Mm -hmm. And maybe their professor doesn't use this, this technique as much or does, don't trust in technique as much, this technique as much. Because we believe for white belts, we have to start from the beginning. And the beginning yeah. is the basics. And if you do the basic really well, it's going to work. And some people, they don't trust on the basic. Like, mm, that's too basic. And like you, you follow our plan. You did the basic so good that you ended up a fight who's supposed to be five minutes yeah. in twenty or thirty seconds. Killed and me. I was whoa. And that, then all the other guys in my division were all like, "It was their like eyes were wide open." <laughs> I think I got the only submission of the day, and I did it within like twenty five seconds. And like they were all like, "What just happened?" Everyone's like, "What just happened?" Yeah. I looked and at everyone's reactions. They were just like, oh. and in my head, it happened so easily. I had this voice go, you're a ninja. <laughs> like it lasted for like half a second where I was like, Oh, I'm a freaking ninja. <laughs> like, I don't know how that worked out. And so because there was only five people in a division and I got the buy immediately after that match was the finals, uh -huh. which uh, I was going against a guy who dominated his previous opponent and, and his previous opponent did his first move, which was our plan. And the guy like ripped him it. off. And I was like, damn, that, that's, that's our plan. Like the guy's kind of ready for our plan, but he don't know that's our plan. Like, should we change? And I'm like, no. And the guy who I submitted was telling the other guy how I got him yeah. at the very beginning. He was like, he's going to do this, try oh, to protect were, with this. I yeah, they were talking they to were, each oh. other. And they were, he was like, man, like, he won by me, but he's not going to be the champ, you know? Dang, yeah. If you try this, I knew this. He was giving him the intel. Yeah, he was giving him the intel. And, and then, like, it kind of goes by so quickly. I didn't realize all your matches are all done within, like, an hour. Less than or that. less than depending like on how many minutes. people are in the division. Yeah. yeah like I thought it was like an all day event, but what happens is you'll fight and you could be fighting and it could go five minutes. And then all of a sudden you could go eight, 10 minutes later, you're back to fighting again until you lose. And so this other guy was like, you know, pretty strong. And, you know, I looked over at Tony after I submitted him, and Tony's just like nodding his head. Yeah. <laughs> after the first one. So I'm in the finals. And and that was what's impressing me because like what's your first competition before 
Like, what's your first fight experience? Yeah. I mean, in a competition. And you, for sure, have so much adrenaline. And after you, like, you finish in 20 seconds, what I imagined was like, oh, he's going to scream. He's going to, like, and you're like. Yeah. You, you, mm. you just stand up, like. Oh, that's normal. I know it's going to happen. I'm like, oh my God, he's confident. He's like, like, I sweated. Yeah, it was like, Like, oh, oh. he's confident. That's good. I was more annoyed that they, what they do is you wear a belt, but then they put an extra belt around you. And this Mm -hmm. one was like, looks like the American flag. And I was annoyed because it was so small. So I just wanted to get that American flag belt off of me. It was like, dude, do some people though, whenever they win, are some people very just like, I don't want to use the word arrogant, but are they like, yeah, like, are they like, yeah, really? Yeah. Yes. Screaming. Like, but Mike was over here calm. Mike was like, really calm. Yeah. But sometimes it's not that they want to be arrogant. It's just they let it out. You can't help it. You can't help it. It's It's, it's just like you realizing like, all the work you did on training, all the sweat, your diet, all, everything, work. Mm. So you're like, put it out, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not because like you're being arrogant against your opponent, you know? No, it's yeah, a thing yeah. with yourself, like you want yourself. But like, also I feel like if you're, if you're both like equally matched in technique, it comes down to who wants it more. Like mm-hmm. whose will is not going to be broken. Uh-huh. And so I've noticed like when guys will break the other person's will, that's also when they're like pounding their chest and uh-huh. basically, because they they beat the guy because they just wouldn't give up. Because it's a sport where it's when you start to get in bad positions, you want to, like, you're instinctually, when you get in a bad position, you go into, like, fight or flight. But in jiu-jitsu, you have to, like, keep it together, keep your calm. And so I tried to stay, like, really calm. And, yeah, you were saying that I was so calm even leaning into the final match, right? Yes, like, you did pretty good. And the guy, you, you, as soon as the match started, I think you get, uh, uh, was head-to-head? Yeah, we head-butted. So he was bleeding. And, okay, and, so this is the second, oh, this is the final fight. This final is the fight. finals. I'm yeah. in the and finals. mind you, when you're lining up, when you're facing off with this guy, I'm like, oh, damn, this yeah. is going to be intense. Cause this guy looks like a beast. Mm-hmm. He looked like a beast. I was like, all right, cool, here we go. And it started in it. Uh, when, when before it started, I was like, I don't know, but I was thinking like in all the possibilities because sometimes it's create like I know what Mike will handle. Like we we talked about this before. Like if you lost, it's okay. We're gonna keep training. You know, you, you just do this for fun. It's like you're not a fighter. You know. Yeah. And I was like, how he gonna handle if he lost? You know, because he's dedicated to jiu-jitsu he do private class he trains even on sundays so i want him to win like to feel the taste like oh it worth it you know even it's not his purpose like to do for the competitions but to his see like it worth it all the hard work he put on the jiu-jitsu but on the other side like i saw the guy was as big as him yeah. as strong as him and had a good jujitsu as well because on his first fight the guy dominated. Dominated him. And and I was like, oh my god, how it's gonna be if he lost? I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna send this negative energy. I trust in my That's, guy. Man. Let's go, my. Yeah. I didn't then, even right? think of that. I didn't what? even think that was an option. I honestly didn't even think about you losing. That's not good. to not <laughs> to like really sound that like, but I honestly didn't even think you were gonna lose. I was like, he's gonna win. Like going to this tournament, I was like, he's gonna win. I think because you're trained with like the best. I'm like, yeah, but you know, these guys, they're at their gym and they see their trainer as the best. Like everyone thinks their professor's the best. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone thinks that. 
You know, there's a lot of like, you know, it's it's almost like my professor in my school, yeah. you know. For is, sure. Like it's your team. Yeah, it's, it's your literally team. you be a part of a team and like your team has a have a history and you trust in this history and facts. And then all the Brazilians at the gym now at Alliance, like a, this guy Fabio started where they call me Mikeino, <laughs> which is little Mikey in Portuguese. <laughs> I said I wanted a nickname. It was either that or like Maji, you know, which is like wizard and Portuguese. I think it's Maji, right? Ma uh, Magico. Yeah. Maji is Maji wizard? Maji? Uh, Mago, 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 Mago. That's right. <laughs> so, and then Caesar's like, "Are you ready?" Right before the <laughs> final match, and I'm like, "Ooh, I already am gonna." The worst case scenario, I'm gonna get a silver. I'm gonna get second place. <laughs> but I'm like, I came here to win. Mm. I'm, mm -hmm. and, and you told me this. Like, I came here to win. I was like, that's yeah, that's it. what I. I, I don't just say too much, right? <laughs> like I think Caesar and Caesar's like, "Are you ready?" And then I said, "Don't they call me my Kino, right?" <laughs> I like, that's that's what I said right before. And then I, we went out, and uh, the guy was definitely better than the previous guy, mm -hmm. and he was strong. And um, about, I tried my first move. I kind of got it. Kind of was like off balance and felt like I was in some positions that I wasn't accustomed to. Like I wasn't used to being uh, someone like normally I'll do a certain pass or a certain sweep and I could get it, especially against the white belt. I feel like I can get it. Mm -hmm. But this guy didn't like get it fully. And then it was so intense that we like headbutted, then he's bleeding everywhere. You guys both headbutted each other or yeah. you headbutted him? He claims it was my knee, but it was my head because my head mm. hurt. Like, <laughs> uh huh. Because I saw I like, blood yeah. start gushing from him and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, it's because like in Jiu Jitsu, also like uh, it's about your professor when you're going to be promoted. Mm. So, and some schools have kind of like a system, but it's basically like you're not going to be more than like one year and a half the white belt but in a competition you can fight against a white belt who is like two months or you can fight against a white belt who is already training for a year and a half mm. so and they a white belt who is a, like training for a year and a half they're basically almost like a blue belt you know and sometimes if if the white belt lost a lot in the competition the professor is and he likes to compete the professor is gonna let him on the white belt as much as he can to, he feels the taste of winning. And what's happened sometimes, like, let's say, we don't know, but that guy, we can see he have experience. He, he know what he was doing. And I was afraid just to the first part because our first movement of our plan, because was what the guy on previous fight did with him and he handled it so good. I'm like, okay. And you... You shaked him, you did your grips, you 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 didn't was like, uh, it's not afraid, it's like you didn't was like, you didn't want to do that, like anything quick. So mm. it bats me some safe. I'm like, okay, he he know what he's doing. He's feeling yeah, the guy. Yeah, I was feeling the guy. Yeah. And like jujitsu, it's like, it's a fight sport. I don't know how I explain this to someone who never did. It's like in a competition, it's like you, like jiu-jitsu, we call, we, we used to say in Brazil, like jiu-jitsu is the truth. Because when you're going to train, first, uh, for who don't know, like first we start to, to the, the sparring on jiu-jitsu, we have to shake hands. We call the clap and yeah. boom. And 
on this, you already feel the energy of the guy. And while you start to training, like you feel if the guy is like angry, if he want to hurt you, if he just want to win, if he's, even if he's like sad, you can, it's it like, just if you do this, you will feel this. Like you can feel the energy of the guy because it's just you and another guy. And when it's a competition, it's like everybody's seeing this. you like, you are, you are the point. Everybody's looking at you. And it's lots of things going in your mind. And so for you handle this and like you try, you have a plan and the guy like you already know that the guy it's good against your plan. And you did really good. You was feeling the guy, you was shaking him and then happened to head, head butt. the headbutt. <laughs> and he started bleeding. I was, I had so much adrenaline at some point that I felt like I like couldn't breathe right. And I felt almost like I blacked out for like 30 seconds to a minute with time. And then I felt like we had already gone five minutes and I looked at the clock and there's three and a half minutes left. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I've only been doing this for a minute and a half. And then the guy was bleeding and then they had to, the doctor had to come out and take a look at it. And I, I feel this on this time. I feel that you was like out of breath and I, I know it was adrenaline because yeah. And the gene you train for like 30 minutes, yeah, for 40 sure. minutes. And one minute I, I know I like, and I like Mike breathe. Like, yeah. And I was doing the brief, like, look at me. And I was doing the briefing. So you can just imitate me. Like, yeah. And you like, you look at me and like, you, you was with me. Like we was fighting it's together. It's interesting too. Like anything that we have that, whether it's speaking on a stage or a big event or a big meeting, breath and breathing is so important with everything. You know, it's like whether we're lifting weights or whether we're going into a big meeting or a big phone call, getting centered, you know, having a meditative energy is uh, just so important. And mm -hmm. so, like, it's helpful. You were so helpful because you coached me through it. And ultimately, I ended up winning and I won gold, which mm -hmm. basically is first place. And, got the uh, big win. Big win. You got the big win. I was like, oh, shit. I was so happy. But I, I had to, even myself, I had to, like, compose myself. I was like, I can't just be out here like, yeah, hell yeah, Mike. Like, I was like, let me just calm because all the competitors Actually, are still here. That His is the are still here. I don't know. I was like, let me just keep it cool. Let yeah. me just keep it calm. But inside, I was like, fuck yeah, man. I'm so happy. Yeah, I was Yeah, I was happy, too, because I said, hey, after the tournament, let's record this podcast. And, would have sucked having second or, you know, like <laughs> feeling like I, I lost and I could have won. And, um, and so, you know, it was just super exciting and it was so helpful to have you there reminding me because there was just, again, it was like when I'm standing up and the guy's got 240 pounds hanging on my body and you're like, put your elbow in, put your elbow in, put your elbow in enough times you say it. I'm like, because in jiu-jitsu, you literally get trapped where you don't even know what you're supposed to do. Uh -huh. And if you make a wrong move, you could end up in a really bad position. Uh -huh. And even if you don't get submitted, it's like you can be in pain. Like mm -hmm. it's painful it is. when someone's putting all their weight on top of you, uh -huh. you know? Yeah. And I have a question for you. How yeah. was the day after your body you was feeling like? I felt pretty good. I think interestingly, I didn't because the first match was so quick. Mm -hmm. Um, I, that day of the tournament, I went to the gym with my buddy and I worked out 
and I worked out. That, but I know other tournaments, it's not going to be like that. I think I kind of had a rare moment in terms of like just having two matches and the first going so quickly. I think you prepare yourself right and that was the prize. Yeah, know? I was like eating right before, <laughs> drinking a lot of water, listening to certain music. It was so funny. I was listening to Sirius Satellite Radio and there's this one song that's not even that good, but now it's in my head. <laughs> and uh, I was like, this is my theme song. This is my theme song. The universe is playing the song for me. So I played it like 10 times <laughs> as I'm driving down there because it took like an hour and a half, you know. Um, but thank you both for coming out. Yeah, of course. And I'm curious, uh, just maybe asking this, is there anything as a life coach that you can take from this experience, like from this jujitsu, from this tournament that you can apply to anybody's daily life? Yeah, well, one one big takeaway for me entering this jujitsu tournament is you're never too old to start anything. Mm. And I think that it's an excuse that a lot of people use no matter what age they are. And mm. so it doesn't mean I'm going to be a professional fighter. It just means that I can compete and push myself. And so one takeaway is in order to get better at something, you have to start. And as long as we don't compare ourselves to others mm -hmm. and we compare ourselves to like the version of ourselves a week before or a month before, that's, that's definitely one takeaway. Also just to prepare, you know, preparation is so important with everything, mm -hmm. you know, whether it be a podcast or whether it be a jujitsu match, um, preparation is key and having fun. You know, I was cracking jokes throughout it mm -hmm. because I'm doing it to have fun. If I go to a tournament and I'm not smiling at different times or curious mm -hmm. or anything like that, then I'm not doing the right sport because life's about having fun. This isn't that serious. You know, even if I didn't get first and I got second, it's a memory. Mm -hmm. It's something that I've done. And, you know, I was even really impressed by a few of the other guys in the division that we had because they were like, you know, really pushing themselves like i get to, like i think there was another guy that roll with him and only been doing it a few months mm -hmm. and i'm like it's just whatever it is in life in order to kind of master something we have to practice for thousands of hours yes. and i also felt even my relationship to caesar in a weird way for me i felt closer to you after mm -hmm. the tournament yeah because i followed your direction and it was so helpful to be like coachable you know even as a life coach it's like how coachable am i when i'm in panic uh -huh. and that taught me that it when you ask for help you know asking for help for like depression is the same as asking for help doing jujitsu you need to follow someone else's plan mm -hmm. that they're recommending <laughs> and if you think you know what's best for yourself the your plan eventually is going to end up in like you know uh falling down face down so any takeaways from you caesar like after going to any tournaments or uh i think mike did pretty good he followed the plan he like he i think lots of people's asking me like oh you like to be a a, a teacher like is it bad like how is it to be a teacher, I'm sure you have like some students who is like hard to teach, like what's like the point to teach? And I always say like, I like to teach, 
I loved, I love to teach, but who I like to teach is who want to learn. Because, you know, like even I teach kids and I teach Mike. So, and there's some kids, they're just there because their parents put it there. Mm. And eventually they, they are seeing, and they're, these kids are pretty hard to teach because they don't want to be there. <laughs> but their parents, their parents want they to be there. Mm. But eventually they're, they're in a place who there's another kids who started like this, but their life, their life already changed it. And it's a, it's a cool place for a day. They're, they're like in counting the time to be there. Like, oh, I have jujitsu tomorrow, mom. You know, they like, we have like, for kids, we have like uh, games as well. But with adults, like the game part is the fight part. It's when you put the technique, the sparring part, you know, it's when you put the technique and the thing. And Mike, it's so coachable. And I learned with him because I am a teacher. I am a professor, a jiu-jitsu professor, but I also is, I am a student. I'm mm. like still taking class with my, my professor who is like Cobrinha. I am a, a jiu-jitsu competitor. I go to tournaments as well. And we have, I'm in my black belt jiu-jitsu. I'm a Cobrinha black belt, but we, we have, we need to have in jiu-jitsu that we call, and I think it's in life that we call the white belt mentality that we are always there to learn. We are always, we always can learn with life situations. Yeah. And that's the white belt mentality because when you got to the jiu-jitsu, you are, you are white belt. So you are there, you don't know nothing about jiu-jitsu. So you are there to learn. Mm. I'm in better shape than I've ever been in because of doing jujitsu. I used to lift weights all the time, you know, five days a week. The truth is like, as we get older, it helps to know how to protect ourselves. You know, uh -huh. I didn't know how to protect myself. I would have like clawed somebody, you know, like I would <laughs> I like, sure. I would have thrown a punch and I'm, hopefully I'll never have to throw a punch in my life. But if I was a parent, I would be getting my kids into jujitsu because some of them are going to like it. And even if they don't love it, at least they learn how to protect themselves. Yeah. Because we live in a day of time with humans where there's a lot of crazy humans out there. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, as our kids get older, you know, remember all these high school fights? Mm -hmm. Remember all the, if you know jujitsu, you're not looking to pick a fight. Mm -hmm. Unless you're just like totally, you know, there's always a rogue random person that just, you know, has a whole set of issues. But people who know how to fight, from my experience, they're not the ones picking fights. Yeah. Like I, I started jujitsu with 15 years old and my parents put me into jujitsu because I fought every day in the street, like literally every day. Because in favela, it's like this. It's like, why are you looking at me? And the fight start. Like, because like, I realized after when I get adult, like, like, because you know, things you do and something like, oh my God, I was so dumb. Like I started fighting because this, but then I, I started realizing like, why? Because it still happened there. If you go there and like in Brazil, soccer is so popular. So everybody has a soccer ball and we play mm. soccer everywhere. We put two flip flops and that's the goal. And we have to, to, to shoot the ball through the, so, and soccer, there's fights every time mm. in Brazil. And I used to fight every day. <laughs> and 
I was not that good in fights and I don't have a brother. That's one thing. If you have a brother, your brother, even if you're not good in fight, your brother will defend you. So I don't have a brother. Yeah. And the, 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 well, you, the majority of fights, fist fights fights. are over hurt feelings. Mm -hmm. The majority are literally people who have not dealt with their feelings. They haven't resolved because if you think about it, if someone fights someone else, it's because they're offended or disrespected. To be, quote, disrespected means that your feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. It gets masked into macho, like, mm-hmm. don't disrespect me. But exactly. what they're really saying is, you hurt my feelings, and I can't deal with it. Exactly. So now I need to fight you. What, Grow up. It's true. I feel I mean, like <laughs> people who fight and they think they're like badasses for being disrespected, and you'll see it in culture. Somehow people don't talk about those are the biggest, softest, most sensitive people are the people who are picking street fights. That is true. Because why are you feeling so hurt that you need to go punch someone? People are, people get crazy, but really quick, because we're pretty much yeah. out of time. Before we wrap this tangent. up, no worries. Before we wrap this up, Mike, what's next? Is there another tournament coming up? Well, is there's there... Worlds in Las Vegas, and I don't know if it's that next or if we're going to do another tournament before that, but... I think we can do uh, one open before and then words. Yeah, but just uh, closing up before. So I was uh, saying like lots of fights start because like in favela, because like, why are you looking at me? And I realized before, like these kids have so much problems inside home, like their parents mm. fights, like they I, sometimes they just have their mom and they feeling weak because they don't have with who talk it. And they feeling weak inside. They have all this problem. And sometimes they're on their mind. And then they see someone looking at they. And they think the other person are seeing all their wigs and they have. And they don't want it there to see like, I don't want you to look my yeah. wig. And I'm like, what you're looking? But by the way, the other person is weak too. And like, they don't want to look weak. And they start to fight. And like, it's all like about conversation and jujitsu can help you with this because your professor are always there to hear you, to listen to you and to help you to get better yeah. because you need a, a good like mental health to fight jujitsu. You, you need a mental game. So jujitsu is going to build your mental game as your, your body, you're, you're going to build your body. You're going to be more healthy and like, I think that's just advantage. Yeah. I'm <laughs> so with you. Start jujitsu. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys for reconnecting with me, being so supportive. I got to admit, both of you being present was helpful. Even you, Tony. I got to look over. I'm like, I don't want to do Tony wrong either. Tony knows how much I've been doing this. But for anyone listening, please make sure to click to subscribe. Also, I'm going to be uploading my fights on my YouTube channel. So make sure you check those out. And until next time, keep it magical. This has been a Stage 29 podcast production. The podcast is executive produced by Patty Chiano, Laferne Cusack, and Stephanie Kaysen. Our audio editors are Jackson Ruff and Jonathan DeMatty. Callie Keltz is the social media producer. And a special thanks to the rest of our podcast crew, Rwani Horinige, William Cusack, Lisa Clark, Katie Brown, and Morgan Kaler. The Always Evolving with Coach Mike Bear podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as a replacement or substitution for any professional, medical, financial, legal, or other advice, diagnoses, or treatment. This podcast does not constitute the practice of medicine or any other professional service. 
The use of any information provided during this podcast is at the listener's own risk. For medical or other advice appropriate to your specific situation, please consult a physician or other trained professionals.